Social Club podcast. I am professional, and I am Brian. I thought you were going to say you're professor. <laughs> I'm professor. Like, wow, professor I am Brian. Professor Emo. Not while Lizzie's wearing literally like a teacher's outfit. <laughs> I literally just threw this on. I'm like, what's comfy? You I look like wear. you look like a TA. <laughs> you know, I tried to go out for that position at school, and they said no. So I'm just trying to relive my dreams out. <laughs> dress for the job you want, not the dress job you have. <laughs> Uh, hey, it's Lizzie, and we also have Connor here. Hello, hello. Um, this is our annual in that we've done it once, and now we have done it again. That, that's what makes it annual. That's what makes it annual. Yeah. Uh, it's our end of the year episode where we talk about our favorite albums of 2019, and Yay. yeah. So we brought on Connor so that we could have uh, some different. Uh, thoughts on what those albums are since as I mentioned last year I really don't listen to music uh, <laughs> especially new music that comes out over a year I have the list this seems time seems like you did better than I did I did okay I will also preface it like we were talking about like I listen to a lot more singles and a lot more uh, non-traditional album mm-hmm. music like EPs and all that so uh, usually that's where a lot of my year end list would go but we wanted to keep it to albums with some honorable mentions in there. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, this is always a challenge for me to be like, oh shit, what did I listen to in this past year? Yeah. It's like shit the, from 2005. <laughs> right, right. Like <laughs> I, my album of the decade, um, I was hoping that, I was, I was like, okay, I think this is what I want to be. Please be after 2010. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I, I really just wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it also, it also reminds me of like, the maybe next year depending on how people listen to music you could combine like albums and eps could be similar things yeah. you know you could throw eps into the mix too i, I think, think so. a lot of people started doing that the past couple of years yeah because i know even um like i know pitchfork and then also uh the alternative ma- um magazine they actually start putting eps and like noting eps mm-hmm. in like their hundred it's like top 75 or some yeah. list like yeah you have to throw eps in there yeah, too yeah, like, to like nobody's releasing albums like the same way right yeah you're just not releasing music people are releasing i saw like you know going through that wikipedia list of yeah. all the albums released this year <laughs> just so i wouldn't miss anything um there were like multiple uh releases from like the same artists yep and I'll, like and there were a noticeable amount of them and i was just like Okay, well, I guess this is it now. Yeah. You know? There's like re-releases too, and you're like, yeah. well, this, this doesn't really count. Yeah, Drake had that re-release of, uh, what was that album that he, it was like a 10-year or 15-year, I forget the name of it, but he, uh, it was the same album, but he called it something different. Yeah. And then I remember oh, some, yeah. people on it's Twitter on were just list. like, oh, this new Drake is great, but everyone was like, it's the same. It's the same, like, it's the same thing. You all, all are, Drake. you all don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a, a lot of repeat stuff. Yeah, I definitely, I think we will... Lizzie, did you look at the Wikipedia list to I get your? I did look at the Wikipedia list. I oh my god! At, uh, Rolling Stone. Oh my god! Alternative, mm. Pitchfork. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I needed I needed Wikipedia for this one. Yeah, yeah, I I, I needed it. Just on Spotify, being like, I know that this band came out with albums in the last couple of years. Let's see what's on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're like clicking, and like somebody has had something. I swear to God, these years bleed bleed together. <laughs> They're so I don't know what's yeah. happening anymore. It's so hard to and tell. And my Spotify Wrapped like is gone now. Mm-hmm. Like I can't access it from the app. Hmm. Um, um, I still like I recorded it right. on my phone, so I, I have it. But I was like, "All right, what did I do this year?" And to see if I could like align it, but it was gone. And I was like, "Well, whatever." <laughs> Wikipedia it is. Yeah. I thought I was gonna do that too until I realized I only really listen to like Fall Out Boy. Unhelpful. My Spotify. So I I didn't start using Spotify till earlier this year for the first time, mm. and I'm using the emo social club Spotify because I'm like I'm just gonna use that yeah. like it benefits like if i make a playlist like anybody who listens to this podcast could go with one check stone. out our spotify you're listening to this go check out our spotify mm-hmm. there's a bunch of playlists on there and 
I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just use that instead. But because I started listening to it so recently and because we made a bunch of playlists before, like it is not correct. I'm like, no, (laughs) I did not listen to all this, but it did say the only artist you listened to in 2019 was the 1975. What the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, that's accurate. That's, that's a hundred percent accurate. Is that the first album of the year? No, is that, because that is came that, out last year. Oh, that came out last year? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I and I, I, I'm listening to their entire discography because I just found them, quote unquote, yeah, this yeah. year. Like, went to see their concert and said, holy fuck, this <laughs> band is incredible. I, know, I remember seeing you tweet about it. And yeah, I was and like, I was oh, like, man. I was like oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm going to like them. Like, I, I've just like been hot and cold with the 1975 and listened to their, some of their singles. I'm like, eh, I don't know. And then after seeing them live, I'm like... Why did this just become my fucking favorite band of all time? Like, how did this happen? So, yeah, my Spotify wrapped was completely incorrect of, like, what I did this <laughs> but year. But also, like, kind of accurate. But also kind of accurate because yeah. it's like, hey, you need to listen to other bands. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, no. Um, yeah, so. Should we kick it off? I think we should kick it off. Uh, you guys did not rank yours? No. Okay. Then mine are also not yes. ranked. <laughs> mine are also not ranked. But I did have a, a top one of the year, okay. and I'll save that for the end. But otherwise, I'll just kind of go down the list, and we'll do some honorable mentions at the end. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I will go first to start off this, and I hope that no one is like going to overlap. But we'll see, and we'll talk I hope about we, I hope what we like. We overlap. Yeah. For this year, yeah. I don't think so. But. Yeah, I don't think you're going to overlap <laughs> with mine either. Um, my one of my favorite. Uh, it, it is technically an EP, and I'm gonna cre- I'm gonna put a lot of preface on this. Oh um, Poppy put out an EP called Choke this year, okay. yes. which uh, is very much the start of her transition from like a pop artist into a Sumerian heavy metal artist, which okay. has been an incredible journey to watch. Okay. Um, she's put out a few singles more towards like the, the middle to end of this year that are straight up metal tracks mixed with like poppy Japanese choruses. Love it. And it's like, yeah, we're just ripping off baby metal and it's fine. Baby yeah, metal. That's what also, I was going to say. This sounds yeah, like, yeah, it it's, yeah. it's straight it's up ripping poppy, off baby though. metal. Yeah. But it's so fucking good. Um, she put out, uh, I believe this was separate, but it could have been on choke. I remember like the, the title track and there's like five songs on the CP. Um, but she put out a, a collaboration with the fever three, 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 and Whoa. it was That's insane. Cool. It's so good. Um, so I don't really have much else to say about the EP. It's mostly like just to talk about how Poppy put out a lot of good mm. fucking metal music this year. Um, but it does have a couple of very good songs on there. Um, yeah, I, that's you know what, Poppy, you're doing great, and that's my number five of. This. All right, so All right. let's say you'll be the only one that'll rank it. Mine are ranked. I'm, yeah, just, I'm reading them in order, but they're not necessarily have to be ranked. I'm I'm Let ranking mine. Rank yours. I'm ranking mine. Rank I listened to six albums this year. <laughs> Actually, just I remembered one. I'm gonna write it down now, so I remember for honorable mentions. But yeah, uh, I, I don't listen to music, guys. <laughs> All right, Lizzie, what do you got? All right, for um, one of my first, mine are not ranked. Um, it's probably, uh, probably Prince Daddy and the Hyenas, Cosmic Thrill Seekers. So they are, I guess, more... What were any of those words? <laughs> um, they ride fast? No, they were not. But Pitchfork uh. did give them a decent review this year for their for that album around, like, I think it's mm-hmm. like a half or eight, which was when wow. they started kind of picking up more traction over the summer once they came out with this album. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like new emo. They had, like, that really scratchy, raspy vocals. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of has that nostalgic, like, yeah, let's go, kind of like skater, yeah, yeah. punk type of feel. Mm-hmm. And they just, they also have a like really great social media presence. So I think that really factors in a lot too yeah. to help promote their album. They have a really good following. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's a very strong album. And I feel bad going forward because I only have, going forward with my albums of the year i only have one female artist and the oh. rest are guys mm. oh interesting but also, am i the most woke huh <laughs> am i the most woke hold on no, I, don't, <laughs> I, mean, my, I will say my albums of the decade have significantly more females Fair. on there so that really says who is more influential in the fair. Mm. i just want to put that out there Preach. that is fair that's but, good um I feel I really like this Prince Eddie and the Hyena album with Cosmic Thrill Seekers. Even some of my friends who only really listen to like more indie pop, 
they liked it. Mm-hmm. So I think it kind of spans a little bit more. I'm not saying it's my top anything. I'm just saying it's <laughs> one of the first ones I wrote down. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'll All right. go with mine. Um, don't don't cheat. Um, <laughs> We're copying answers now. I made now. wear glasses, but I want you to know I still can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first one will be uh, Be Good by Off With Their Heads. Okay. You know that band? Yeah. yeah. They rip. Um, I remember I saw them for the first time. They opened up for Alkaline Trio, and I saw them like in 2012 or something like that. And I was like, "This is the this is the band's awesome." I think they're from like Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't ever really listen to them like beyond their first first album, second album, Home. Um, I think that was kind of their breakout one. But this one, like, just from the the first song is the best song. Like, it's so good, and the whole album. It's a great one to listen all the way through. All the songs bleed into each other. Um, the first song will just it's like set that as your alarm <laughs> and then you were ready to like murder the day god i love yeah. that vibe yeah Damn. it's 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 so good is that what we should listen to like at midnight to at, start like, the, at the new year, year. Yeah. trying to murder the fucking new year i'm gonna i'm gonna figure out like when when like the song gets loud because it's one of those things where it's like a soft intro and then yeah. it gets like really loud um i'm gonna figure out like when you need to start playing it <laughs> and then at this moment, it'll do that. I'll do one of those tweets. Okay, yeah, yeah. God, I'm so sick of those. <laughs> I get that, them, but I'm sick of it. The Roaring Twenties one. Yeah, it's. I thought this died like two years ago. Like that I really meme, thought I thought it, it was dead. Listen, no meme is ever truly dead. It's true. <laughs> no meme ever really dies. <laughs> like, the, like the Epstein one, we thought it was dead, but guess what? He's yeah, back. He's yeah. back. He's back. In Son the form of, of Christmas sweaters. Son Have you seen those? Yes. God. <laughs> As a reminder, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that meme is not going anywhere. Um, okay, I will get to my next one. Um, so this is number four? This is technically number four, yeah. I, again, a lot of my list are EPs. So. It's okay. Um, great. Nothing Nowhere, Bloodlust mm. is an EP mm. that they put out. Um, I saw Nothing Nowhere at Lala this year, and I've been a fan of his since uh, since he put out his album last year, I think. Um, but this EP was like, it, so Travis Barker's on it, Black mm. Bear's on it. Like yeah. it is great collaborations, great songwriting. Like it's just another step up for like what emo hip hop is going to be. Nice. And like nothing nowhere is still a bit underground. Like there was nobody at their set for Lollapalooza. Wow. Like it was in like, it was the, the Were small the stage. stage. Yeah. 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 So it's small real small. There were like maybe a hundred people watching him. That's awesome. And, uh, I mean, it was, if it you're was a big fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause everybody there was super into it. Yeah. There was one guy standing in front of me who was like, I don't know if he's actually into this or not, <laughs> but it, at the very least, like for sort of like a still underground artist, to be putting out like really good music and working with people like Travis Barker and Blackberry, who's a really big artist as well. Like just the more that he's going to grow over the next couple of years, like this kind of, I think sets him on that path. So yeah, yeah. I really like this, this EP. I was listening to it a lot. Nice. Yeah. I remember when that came out, I gave it like, I think I just gave it like one listen through. It's not that I just, I didn't like it. I mm-hmm. just, it just didn't stick, I yeah. guess in my rotation. There's like, um, I mean, I mean go back to it. genre wise, I think we're at least all very like different in our tastes, but, um, yeah, genre wise, I definitely think that like emo hip hop is not like people wanted a lot of these artists. People signed a lot of emo mm-hmm. hip hop artists over the past couple of years, really. So this was kind of like a testing year and I don't know. I think it's still like getting kind of stuck where people aren't like, I think that the, like the artistry can be there, but a lot mm-hmm. of the artists that are most like prolific prolific in that in that scene are the artists who are like making like really shitty songs in their bedroom and like making shit on yeah. soundcloud like, like SoundCloud. Yeah, the, like, well, the, emo rapper, so the like more polished said, you get yeah. like the worse your performance is well, cause that's kind of that's where it came from right like that's where um mm-hmm. i'm blanking like little Lil, like Lil uzi vert and yeah, like Lil's like vert. that's where um they all came from soundcloud yeah um and that just started like a lot of them went in different directions. Like little Yachty went to one direction. Yeah. Like, Lose you very like went into the more like emo direction. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. Maybe the, <laughs> the, the better, the better their mixing is the, the, the worse. better, like the production around it is the worst like they're doing. But I, I think nothing nowhere is still very at the beginning of his career. He also played Lala this past year because he dropped out last year mm. and like canceled his whole tour because for mental health reasons. So mm-hmm. like he's kind of 
been putting out music, but he hasn't really been doing like the touring yeah. cycle of it. So maybe that's also holding him back from like growing to the next phase. But it, from yeah, from what I saw of his performance at Lollapalooza and from this EP, like I think big things are eventually going to get there. Cool. I'm not going to say on the horizon because I have that to say later. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! He did that. He did it. He did it. Oh no! All right. So one of my other ones is uh, Oso Oso mm. basking in the glow. It's basically like a big throwback to like Jimmy E. World OG stuff if you really listen to mm. it, and it all flows together. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like one track ends and it flows into another. Like there's hardly ever any disconnect with it. And they've really blown up in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. also in the underground yeah. scene. And again, they've been touring they're, a lot. Yeah, big time. Yeah. And they're even doing a tour with um, Prince Daddy and the Hyena, Answers to Your Engineer, and mm-hmm. his Ooh. friends in March at Bottom Line. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw that I'm tour announcement. I'm going. <laughs> so saying, see you I there. Think we should roll through. <laughs> uh, they're all really great bands, uh, regardless. Uh, but I really liked Basking in the Glow. I didn't feel like I had automatic repeat on my. Spotify. Yeah. So, yeah. so when it ends it just starts again so when I listen to Infinity Line it's like and press repeat it just does it um, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons I'm like this P once I listen to you <laughs> but um, when, when it ends when the entire album ends I'm not like oh I need to scramble and change it mm-hmm. it's like you can keep listening to it and keep finding more deeper meanings mm-hmm. in the lyrics yeah. too and it is it feels like I'm listening to an older like OG Jimmy World album. Yeah. But it's new. Nice. I feel like a lot of the like that. emo albums that came out this year are trying to be like the iconic like Jimmy E. World. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So not MCR particularly, but like trying to find like that vibe. And I yeah. think they're trying to recreate it for a new generation. And I think it's really cool because yeah. we're seeing a lot of it and it's really good mm-hmm. for what I what I personally feel. I mean stuff like that's inevitable, right? Like there's always going to be those bands that want to keep that going. Yeah. And some are going to do it well in the eyes of the fans and some like aren't and they may go off in different directions. Um, but yeah, there's a whole, I mean, there's a million bands that we could think of that are, <laughs> that are like on the forefront of the next generation oh, of, yeah. of emo and pop punk and all of that. Yeah. There's a lot of that, that I mean, through you came up on our Spotify that I ended up like, getting suggested on like the Spotify radio and I was like oh shit this band does fuck (laughs) yeah I was like okay Okay. so I believe in you and I trust your opinions yeah I'm just also like listen I'm old there's not a lot of new stuff that's gonna happen in my life it's all just gonna be repeats (laughs) of the old shit and that's I mean that on both a musical and a like lifetime yeah like my my Spotify year like years in review my decades wrapped okay like I'm pretty sure the same exact Fall Out Boy albums and songs are on repeat in every single yeah. one from 2016 to <laughs> 2019. So I don't want to hear about yeah. I, the same thing because I'm doing the same damn thing. <laughs> Who are these new bands? They're not the Fall Out Boys. The Fall Out Boys? <laughs> the My Chems? The My Chems. These aren't the chemical romances I asked for. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Mine, my next one is Igor. By Tyler Creator. Oh yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, I heard a lot of that's, that's the exact reaction oh, yeah. I was expecting from you. Really oh yeah, that liked, came out. Oh yeah. My sister that's... really likes Tyler the Creator and I have some friends at work who are like, Yeah, this is really great and I'm like, if I vibed with it, I'd probably be into it, but I don't vibe with it personally. From so, what I heard it's supposed to be one of the best. So this was a this was a last minute throw in for me. Um before I had Free Spirit by Khalid mm-hmm. in there. Um, I threw him down into honorable mentions. Damn, I know I did it. Damn. Um, but this like it's just for me. It's not like an album that you're gonna listen to like one particular song. Like right. Earthquake is probably like the biggest song on that album. Um, and you could definitely listen to that. That has like a that's a single like type of song you listen right. to on its own. But like this album as a whole is just like if you're hanging out around your house, put on this album <laughs> and just put it on repeat, and like you will discover. A new like every time if you're like zoning in and out of the album you'll discover a new thing like every single time damn like musically like you and I think like Flower Boy was the same way too um, with Tyler the Creator and I think he's just like really like honed in on what he wants to put out musically yeah and like his style and it's like it's so impressive yeah it's so good it's so I mean, good like his performance style because I saw yeah. Lala 
It was insane. I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> He's nuts. And it was I love crazy. It. He had his inhaler in his hand. I'm like, God, I feel that on a spiritual yeah. level. I feel seen. Yeah, and his his <laughs> fans, like the his like his real like true fans are insane. Yeah, like they're nuts. Like yeah, they, no, they just I, they go I was crazy. From the hill, at the, because they, he was on like the main stage, whatever it, it is. I don't mm-hmm. remember what it is. But like my sister was in the pit, and we saw the like the dust, and like everyone. Just, I'm like, she's dead. <laughs> she's dead oh she died she what? died it's okay there's i have two brothers we're fine yeah <laughs> oh my god it's cool to see um like his you know a lot of his fans are you know 14 to 17 mm-hmm. years old and um them like really liking this music is cool because they they're like hearing such like comprehensive like sounds and stuff from mm-hmm. like such a young age and i think that's that's only beneficial i don't know what yeah. it is maybe it'll make them smarter or something but like <laughs> more maybe. maybe more self-aware i mean especially like tyler critter his like his lyrics are pretty self-aware too mm-hmm. um he's very self-aware on stage i mean i remember yeah. him being like stop being stupid i'm like oh. <laughs> again like, <laughs> to himself the audience. Yeah. no to the audience brother oh to the audience just yeah like, stop being stupid stop being dumb i was like oh. damn yeah like, like he's really but like, he was telling him. himself to uh no. Uh, He'll just it, yell at the kids in the audience. It's great. It's hilarious. Brian, what do you got? It's number three. It's My number three. Guys, this is, I think what, I think most people may put this person under their artist of the year. Um, and I do think that uh, her album was very good. Um, but it is not the best album of the year. Uh, mm. Billie Eilish mm. uh, When We All Fall Asleep Where Do We Go which I had to write down as just the letters of it because okay. very difficult to write I wrote all those out the whole thing well, that's, yep, it was on my list that's, too that's if you want to do that I'm like nah it's a power move I have a limited amount of space thing. because I'm writing in physical media <laughs> Um, yeah, I like. Uh, I, oh, so now you're just I being pretentious. Mine. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. 100 percent pretentious. I abbreviated mine on my, my PDA basically. Mm. So we're halfway there, guys. Right. Did you have the, Did you have this album too? Not on this year. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Mm. All right. Mm, okay. So. Um, <laughs> well, great. That's our first. That's our first that's overlap. Our first overlap yeah. Maybe oh, maybe only one. Yeah, I I have a feeling. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I think uh, this is another trend that I think happened is kind of starting in last year and then transitioning over into this year was the number of tracks on your record Mm. and putting out like an 18 song album because of how Spotify and streaming services like monitor the amount of plays of all your songs. So it's kind of like a better option to put out more songs you get more streaming more streams, more streams you get more revenue from more it. chance of getting it onto playlists exactly and, yeah but if you have to release an 18 song album there's a really strong chance that 18 songs are not all going to be, be the best songs right you're just putting out songs to like have numbers on there um i think that the album Billy Eilish. I'm not going to read the whole title or no, to say it but, but uh Billy Eilish's album certainly has some tracks that are really not as strong as other ones yeah uh, that's okay that's fair. the singles i think were like defining of this year i think mm-hmm. between like billy eilish's singles and uh old town road were like the like biggest things that hit 2019 as far as singles go and like changed the culture of like i would say changed the culture of music for the mm-hmm. year the genre culture yeah exactly yeah. so i think that like this album did so much for 2019. I'm just like, it's not the best record of the year because it does not have a full 18 fantastic songs. It has some fucking intense bangers on it, but yeah. And those songs like broke the internet for the year, but yeah. So I, that, that's my reasoning behind why it wouldn't be like my number one, which I'm like, but yeah, from it's like a my, cultural impact from cultural impact. Yeah. This, this, this album was like, that's what I was thinking about. Like for the album of the decade, I was like, do I pick mine or do I pick what I think had the largest cultural impact say yeah. in the that United the States hardest. or whatever? I kind of combined like, those two mm, ideas. Okay. Like, and I was like, no, I'm just doing mine. Yeah. Cause yeah, like, that's, that's too much. To exactly. Think about. I combine the ideas together. What, um, I guess we'll skip me saying this album then we could just talk about it. Yeah. Um, what, what are your favorite songs in that album? 
Uh, bad guy is still well, of course. like it's. I mean, obviously, it's this. You know, it's one of the singles of this year that yeah. like everybody knows. That song is so. I can never not listen to that. Yeah, song. it's incredible. Like, um, so, so good. and I'm, I'm I'm not gonna remember all the titles to it, but the um, the one where she has all the quotes from The Office in it. Uh, oh, and it's like all the ones from Threat Level Midnight about <laughs> doing wait. the scarn. Um, yeah, I can't remember what no, the that title was. Fourteen is. songs. Oh shit. Okay. Still, that's above average. I would it's say. above that's average. Yeah. Here's the, here's the uh, I'm gonna look at the right now. Uh, I think eight is a terribly underrated song. My strange addiction is the one I was. Talking oh yeah, about. yeah. Um, yeah, eight was good. It's so good. Bury a friend's great. Yeah. Bury a friend is, God. Yeah, I love that fucking song. Yeah. It's very much uh, ripping off beautiful people and then ripping off <laughs> uh, Black Skinhead by Kanye. Uh, it's the exact same drum beat and like some of the hits are like the exact same as what we're the, in black skin head. I was listening to that on the way here and I was trying to think what's the, like what's the vocal melody in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something there. There's something else that yeah. it's pulled from too. Um, yeah. but that song, it's, it's so good. Yeah. Um, so good. wish you were gay is a fun song. It's a good one. Yeah. Zanny's good. Um, you should see me in a crown was the first Billie Eilish song I heard. And mm-hmm. that was before that record was put out. Yeah. Um, but at, yeah, that's still like that. It's just been so long since I've heard it that mm-hmm. I can't even remember it. Cause it's like, Oh my God, it's just, it's always been there. It's just always <laughs> been a part of the culture. I can't even, Oh my God. Like you ever released that on the album. I was just, it was always with me. I just always has been there. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I'm great. Uh, Connor, do you want to say anything else about it? And then we'll go to Lizzie's uh, next one. No. All right. Lizzie, <laughs> oh, go ahead. That matter of fact, he just like really looked up and was like very calm. Was like, no. No, oh, I will also add when the party's over is. So you, like so you just too. named like almost the yeah, entire album. I, I did. I did to be fair, look at it yeah. <laughs> to yeah, do it. You, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mostly like the back half of it. And a lot That's of songs fair. were also put out before the record was out. So like before it was even mm. like, I'm putting these on the record. It's like, oh, these are from previous things. Are these released earlier Yeah, I mean, I'm whatever. looking at her releases like mm-hmm. in, in Spotify right now. And it's like, yeah, all these songs yeah. came out. So it's like you put out a single that's unconnected to a record. And then later you put out the record and you add those other songs to it. So I now love you have, when like, artists do that. Yeah. Especially when I like the singles. Because then <laughs> yeah. it's like I can listen to this whole album and then there's yeah, that you familiar have there. sense. Yeah, yeah. you have My next album actually does that exact thing. But Ooh. we can wait for that, Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Um, my other one is an EP, but it's um, Hyphen. So it's actually just the Hyphen by Jetty Bones. And oh, I that's the only female artist I have on my album of mm-hmm. the year. But she uses a lot of kind of like... I her in a long like, time. Yeah, no, I mean, sh- she hits. Yeah. <laughs> she hits. But she does have a little bit some more like electro backing that kind of rem- really remind me of like We Are The Incredible a little bit. Okay. With some of it. And then her vocals mm-hmm. and just like the lyricism of, you know, just like life and like heartbreak and moving on. It's, you can listen to it and just like, be like, oh my God, I'm so sad. But it's also not playing into the whole issue that pop punk has with, mm-hmm. Everyone sounds like Haley Williams. Right. Like every right. chick is Haley Williams or has to be Haley Williams. Exactly. Because she does have a very strong, distinct voice when you listen yeah. to it. And it kind of sets her apart a little bit. I think that's how she's come up a little bit in the cool. last year and a half or two. And it's it's a really great AP. It's only six songs, but I feel like a lot of songs on there are very strong. Mm-hmm. Is it um, softer than... It's a little her, softer. Yeah. A little Based on softer. those topics, it sounded like it would be a bit it's softer. It's a little but... softer, but there are her other albums in the past are more like you know, like jumpy, like yeah. mm-hmm. pop punk sounding. Yeah, because I, I saw her once. I think it was with like Oso Oso was playing. It was at Lincoln Hall a while back. Um, and that's what I remember from that. It's like people were moving around, that type of thing. But yeah. well, let's check it. Let's check that out. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't mind. Yeah, um, go to your. Yeah, I guess we'll get a little out of order here, but right. you know, overlaps do that to us. I'm doing it. Do it. Um, the Garrig by the Who. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, yep. <laughs> strong contender for album of the decade, maybe. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Damn. So, uh, so the Who H U for the uninformed um, is is. <laughs> The greatest band of all time. <laughs> we really lavished on them in our Riot Fest episode. Yeah. yeah, I 
I actually showed a, a friend of mine last night. Uh, I was at his place and I was like, dude, you got to listen to this band. <laughs> and he was like, I'm so into this. But that was another example of like they had um, when a friend of mine told me about them, they just had three songs. That's right. it. There's three singles. Um, they all rip. And then they released that their album on the day they played Riot Fest. Um, yeah. It was on that Friday. And it's great. Yeah. It's just, it's so great. Like, more people need to get into Mongolian throat singing. <laughs> That's the PSA. Outside of this. Mongolia. <laughs> Outside of Mongolia. Uh, it's, it's it's sweeping the nation. Music. Yeah. <laughs> sweeping, the na- sweeping the nation of Mongolia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, but like, the album's so good because like, yes, it does have like, Mongolian throat singing and like a lot of like the string, more traditional string in- instruments that they use. So a lot of it is stuff that people don't typically listen to or right. maybe even want to listen to. Right. But they still have like those very melodic, like good old like metal like themes to mm-hmm. them. And none of it's in English, <laughs> but that doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't like it's matter. so good. It, it's so good. It's probably not my album of the year. Maybe. Well, because I don't have one, so I guess that's it. Mm-hmm. But it's so great. The Who. <laughs> the Who. Yeah. They have a song. They played at Riot Fest about Genghis Khan. Okay. <laughs> and it made me so uncomfortable. Oh. I don't know. I don't know it. I mean, I, well, I, I may have heard I loved it. it. I've heard it, but I just don't yeah, know it's about exactly. Genghis Khan. Because yeah. um, they announced on stage this song is about Genghis Khan. And of course, it's pronounced in the correct language. Yeah. So we're not pronouncing it correctly. But, no. um it's like this song where they're talking about a guy who basically like conquered most of the planet at the time yeah. as like this hero. And it's like, he, mm, Whoa. The, mm? and you're well, like, you also have to remember it's a very different culture. Right? Yeah, I know. Right. But that's the thing right. is like, you're coming, you're coming to like all these different cultures, like speaking about this guy. And it's like, <clears throat> we, we, we know the history, man. Like, yeah, we know what it, what he really <laughs> did. History. Well, their history of course is going to be, uh, uh starkly different from everybody yeah. else's. Exactly. So that's, it's like enough time has passed, man. Like we know, we know a lot about this guy. Yeah. Like you don't have to spin it yeah. for us. It's, it's a little bit propagandish, yeah. but I'm also like, yeah, but it's about a propaganda of a guy who died like eons ago. You right. Know? It's not like, and like one sixth <laughs> of the human population is like related to him. There's also right? that. There's something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but does the song rip? <laughs> song rips. Song rips. Song and, and rips. Song rips. We're done. Every you song. Know? All their songs <laughs> rip. Yeah. yeah. And also, and they just, they all seem like genuinely nice yeah. people. Like they were walking around Riot Fest that day after their set. Um, they were like saying, like people were going up to them. People were like, they were, you know, they're really nice people. There was someone walking around following them with a camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just like making jokes with people and like all that. I was kind of just like following them for a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, they just seem like good dudes. Yeah. Yeah. The who. All right. I think this one might be the controversial pick for you guys. I think you guys might argue with me about this one. Hobo Johnson, the fall of Hobo Johnson. I I don't like. I gotta go. I I don't care. You can get out. out. I don't. I don't know if you deserve rights. The rest of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) That that's that's such an awesome statement. Like an awesome in the true sense of the word. (laughs) Holy shit. You don't deserve you don't deserve rights. I will also give you uh the the so Anthony Fantano Anthony yes. Anthony Fantano here. Uh a YouTuber who does music reviews and stuff, who generally doesn't like anything. That's like fair, yeah. Every video I watch of him reviewing like new music, I'm like, he doesn't like this. So I go to watch him talk about uh Hobo Johnson and he's like I really like this album. And he like talks about all the good things That's he likes about every song. And I'm like, means oh. you shouldn't like it. Yeah, exactly. No, I fucking loved it. Uh, so it is. So I haven't listened to Hobo Johnson much. Like when he was getting big, that's why I listened to him a bit. I just, I liked it immediately mm-hmm. when I started listening to his, I haven't listened to this album, but I liked it immediately. I was like, Oh, this is cool. And I watched like the music videos of them in like the backyard and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just like, I'm sick of like the, <laughs> yep. like I'm sla- sick of that. It's I'm like just slam poetry, which I understand. And I know that he's like doing slam poetry in like this medium, but also it sounds like 
diet front bottoms to me. Yeah, it, it is diet it, front it, bottoms. It, that's exactly what it is. So yeah. why would I listen to? The, why would I have the diet version when I can have the real version? Because some of us don't like the front bottoms, so they like. <gasps> so they oh, prefer. You're digging, go. you're digging a hole. Go. They prefer for Hobo Johnson. Uh, it's didn't, basically what I like to say because a lot of my friends at work really like Hobo Johnson but don't like the front bottoms or don't know who the front bottoms are which is very tragic <laughs> and it, I think it is because it doesn't have that kind of punkness to it that the front bottoms have like, yeah it's way more hip hop based it is more hip hop based and it's more and it, it's obviously indie it's indie yeah. rock is how you would really classify it right and if you were to say okay but listen to this and then listen to a front bottom song they probably would cringe away because they front bottoms does still have that kind of raspy even in their newer know, stuff like the, yeah you know, the kind of like teenage boy whininess that I think deters a lot of people like Hobo Johnson fans like we want we want front bottoms of lyrics but we don't want any of the music part. Right. Like Literally. that's kind of yeah. it. Yeah. So that's why it's like the diet version. Yeah. I stand by it. That's I fair. Still, I mean, I, it's I admirable of you. You're still wrong. Here, but like, like that's yeah, you know, 100% wrong. Yeah. Well, we you know, you. didn't they go on History tour together? will tell. What? Didn't Hobo Johnson go on tour? Didn't... No, but could you, I think he went on I... tour in general this year, I think. But with front bottoms. Could you? No, he did, did Lala this year too. He did Lala, yeah. I don't think that they have. But could you imagine the contrast? <laughs> well, I could have sworn when chaos. front bottoms opened up for Blink One Eighty Two last year. I think they did. They did a few shows for Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, I remember. I could be wrong on this. What a weird. But I don't think I am. But I think combo. Hobo Johnson also did a few shows. <laughs> I don't, huh. I don't Which know that's a lot. That. That's a lot of like sad, obscure lyrics. That's a yeah. lot of like. You know, soap in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, like you know, crying in a in a corner of a Seven Eleven type of lyrics. Yeah, like, being on the beach and reminiscing about what could have been. Right, they kick you out of those Seven Elevens. Yeah, <laughs> not if you're Hobo Johnson. You <laughs> no. can do I mean, music videos in them. Yeah. If you're in that music video. Yeah. For two hours. I know. Like oh my God. That, that's what did it for me. It's like I just I'm sick of the I'm I'm sick of the beat. It's the same beat every song. Yeah. But. Lyrically, I think he's very he's very talented. Well, I will tell you that this record starts off with a song that's basically a like pop punk ripper. Oh, really? I mean, I, I guess it's my best way of describing it, but like, there's like guitar and bass like going throughout, like just real All right. intense. All right. Um, yeah, the lyrics are there. It's it's it, you know it's the same thing. I don't, I'm not only to argue this point to anybody about like oh yeah if you've heard Hobo Johnson no it's, it's different this time it, no it's that it's fucking that. <laughs> It's also like, so one thing I really like about music as we've sort of progressed in it is that everybody's always trying to do this like really polished thing. They're trying to create like this music that everybody's going to like and listen to. And there's certain artists who are like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't have to do that. So I'm not going to. And there are parts on this record where Hobo Johnson's like, oh shit, am I in a recording booth right now? I was just talking. It's like very weird to hear an artist who doesn't really take the process of making music as like this polished thing that has to mm. come out the other end. You can put in whatever. You can like work in whatever. Yeah. And, and it's like, like you're thing. feeling that raw emotion through him performing in the studio in the studio in the recording booth and creating a product that is not like everything else yeah. that isn't like we need this professional song we need the single we need this thing it needs to go out to all these audiences everybody has to like it it has to be good for all kinds of people from kids to adults and needs to play on every kind of radio station it's like nah man i'm just like in there and like i'm just i don't know like basically, it's me on a podcast, but I'm recording a hip hop record. Yeah, like he has <laughs> a beat like... behind him, but and then he picks his words so it's a little bit more prosy, and then that's it. Yeah, I would give that one listen through. I would say if you did that, give it I a would chance. give that a listen through. That's fine. I would, give I'm a not... I would maybe give it a, a nice five out of ten to be nice. Thank you. No problem. My whole life is nice fives out of ten. <laughs> It's like, oh, Brian, we know you tried. Yeah. <laughs> that pot- was nice. Yeah, that was nice. We're just like, we're so happy you, you know, you really did there and you, you did the next thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what you do next. <laughs> but maybe don't. Please oh do something God. else next. Which is what everybody told me when I quit taking back emo and they're like, I'm excited to see what you do next. I'm like, I have a fucking podcast. That's where we've been. <laughs> I've been advertising it to you for a fucking year. Where have you been? This is next, buddy. I am in my next. <laughs> Anyway, Hobo Johnson. Follow up Hobo Johnson. Try it out. If you don't like it, that's fine. I fucking loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if All only right. uh, Alex was here. Oh, yeah. I think he would just bite you. 
Alex is like, there were bands this year? Yeah, he no, was like... No, I remember I came up to him at Sleep <laughs> no. On. I was like, hey, how are yeah. you? And then he was like, there was... He was talking to one of his friends, and I'm like, oh, what, like, what, are, what were some albums of the year? He's like, was there a Front Bottoms album that came out this year? No. <laughs> no. I haven't got no, no. There were and then, was, there, was there a Menzinger's yeah. album this year? Yeah. Yes, that, that one. one. <laughs> <laughs> we were like... I was like, yeah, we're going to do like another thing. And he's like, yeah, that Ryefest episode was fun. You know, I didn't go to Ryefest. You didn't go. <laughs> no, he didn't like, go. That's like, why on his, on his playlist, it was literally only two songs. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was Rock Lobster and, Rock Lobster. and YM, yeah, YMCA. <laughs> God. No, it was Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it was Macho only Man. only those two songs. Shout out to Alex for being just a quality character. Alex fucking yeah. spit. I knew he wasn't going, but he was yeah. just like, don't tell him that I'm not going. I was it's like, okay. fine. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It's so we crazy. Assumed, we assumed like halfway through that it's fine. Yeah. yeah. When he mixed out Arnold Palmer and White Cloud, we're like, you're not going to ride fast. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I did. You can tell by your drink choices. <laughs> one of my friends didn't realize that what Arnold Palmer was. And I was like, it's half lemonade, half iced tea. And they were like, has this always been a thing? And I just thought. Yep. Yep, since the golfer. Like I need to mix yeah. this with something to make you feel bad. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Lizzie. All right, Lizzie. Or, yeah, Lizzie, go this next. Is the la- no, it's not your last one. No, you it's not my last one. Two more. Um, so, Pop Morbid stuff. Mm. Um, I saw that was released. <laughs> this one was big. I saw a lot this of it, one, but it may have also just been really, for me. Really good. I liked Pop for the last couple of years. Yeah. And when they released Morbid stuff, it was a good blend of, like, the garage punk nice. crash with some modern like indie rock mm-hmm. and it's just like it's so raw it's still like kind of like that one two fuck you punk attitude mm-hmm. but it, it captured way more of an audience reaction from mm-hmm. like the indie kids cool. and from like the rock and punk genres and then some of the emo kids too because you know it still has those emotions behind it mm-hmm. because it's like i'm sitting around thinking about morbid stuff and like getting in my own head and it's just like a really good album can relate can soups relate I, I saw them at Riot Fest a couple years ago yeah. they were there um, I didn't really like know I knew the name I kind of knew what they sounded like but I didn't really listen to them they are awesome yeah <laughs> like them like Fiddler yeah, and like hits. and like swimmers, I kind of all see swimmers, as Berkeley's swimmers. Fire, swim, this, swim, that swim, came out. Yeah, <laughs> swimmers. swimmers. Um, the Rip Emily's Army. For oh those yeah. Those who OGs. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Billy Armstrong's son. Joey Armstrong. Joey, yeah, him. Emily's Army. His name is Joey Armstrong, and his father's name is Billy Joe Armstrong. Listen. Yeah, isn't, he never is, said anything about their family and how they decided to live. Is he the one whose middle name is Danger? Or is it Are the other son? Are you kidding me? Yeah, one of his sons' middle name is Danger. <laughs> Ryan's face right now. I'm is sad. Literally... I don't think the video is gonna come out from this, but I just made the most disappointed face <laughs> ever. What if your middle name was Danger? You would own it. If my middle name was Danger, yeah. If my, like is his middle name or is his first name? His middle name. His oh, first okay. name is not Danger. I feel like my first That'd be name insane. Was... <laughs> That's what. That was where my disappointment came yeah. from. But I feel like it's at like, that what? point, I would say I would be one of those kids to be like, I don't go by my first name. I go by my second name. Yeah, and then, then you get bullied, name. and then that's kind of Listen, just what happens. And then got, you create a band called Emily's Army. Listen, we all, <laughs> yeah. got, we all got bullied regardless. It's tough it's for everyone apparently <laughs> that I work with because most of them didn't get bullied, and I want to know where they went to school. Because they were the bullies. Yeah. Oh, if they didn't get bullied, they were the bullies. Their parents talking, bullied them. Well, I'm going to save I'm gonna save morbid stuff. I really kind of like right your screensaver's Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, it's Baby Yoda. The 2019 meme we all needed. Is Baby oh, Yoda. God. It's just... It's perfect. It's so good. My, my girlfriend keeps sending me um, t-shirt designs with Baby Yoda on them. Mm-hmm. And so yesterday I said to her, I'm like, stop sending me these and just get them for me. I want... I want all of them. Like one was like, it was a drawn on, no, it was a pocket t-shirt with just a little drawing of Baby Yoda in the pocket. I'm just like, oh my God, I need four. Like, like I'm four in different colors every day of the week. Just get it for me. Did you see that Disney World also released Baby Yoda socks? Good. Finally. Good. They have to. They They were. Legally, they have to. Should I go into my, this is, this will be my last album. Yeah, go for it. Uh, It's Hello Exile. By Menzingers. Okay. Yeah, I don't really think that's any surprise. No, it's not a surprise at all. Um, It's good. I think what the Menzingers do really well is like each of their, like all of their albums, it does like the the content of it and like the topics they talk about are very much like 
like in a timeline. Like they're very like talking about themselves growing up and like reaching your thirties and now Hell Exile is like, well, what about forties? And like, that's, <laughs> it's just kind of like what happens. Um, but then each of their albums has their own kind of unique sound to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still know it's the men singers and this one is a little bit different. It didn't, I wasn't crazy about it when I first heard it. Like, oh, uh, America's you freaking me out. That yeah. song. Um, I was like, this is good. I like the music video. I was like, this is fine. I was kind of bummed out, but then it just instantly grew on me. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have listened I, to that I, album I much. Felt, I have not. I, felt the I hate same. you. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Fucking Hobo Johnson over here. Yeah. It's a good. Singer. It was a good fucking record. I, I don't know what we're. I still cannot believe. I don't know what we're goddamn talking about here. But uh, for Hello Exile, I listened to it. It was one of those ones that grew on me because mm-hmm. I'm a big pr- proponent of if I have to like really vibe and feel like what I'm listening to. So that's mm-hmm. why. When I've listened to like Paramore, I only started recently really vibing with brand new eyes because mm. now I'm in that stage of my life. Where sure. Oh my God. I get it. Yeah. Uh, oh my hard. God. Oh um, my God. But also, that album is fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. But now, it's like, so good. I'm able to like actually be like, oh, I. Yeah. I now you can, right, you can actually appreciate I get it. it. And, yeah, yeah. And that's I fair. feel like that's with Hello Exile where I'm going to eventually get to the point. <laughs> In, a, yeah. in like maybe five to seven years. Every word you're saying hurts. Yeah. <laughs> when I am just, in my thirties. Yeah. Just I imagine in five just to seven years. In thirty years, when I'm, I'm on a battlefield and I'm getting hit with a thousand arrows <laughs> into my body, and it's like and every, bursting into flames. As soon and as I they burst into flames, and everything that I'm hearing is just Lizzie talking about. I'll eventually like start to connect with the records that oh you connect God, with. So like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Um, I'll rattle off a couple of my this. couple of my favorites. Strain Your Memory from that album is great. Uh, London Drugs is also very good. What's my favorite one? I forget. The little guitar thing in Strain Your Memories. Oh, Strawberry Mansion. That's probably my that favorite one. That one's really good. It means literally nothing to you, Brian. But It means um, nothing. But it's good. And I need to get into the Menzingers. I will High put School that Friend out is there. great. Uh, yeah, no, I did like High School Friend. High School Friend. I can relate to that. Same. Sort of. Um, Anna is great. I can relate to that one. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a good, it's a good, it's a good one. You do have to get all to right. the men singers because they're I great. Do. I've I'm, seen them a couple times. I'm just I know. like, all right, so, I don't know any of this music. I'm gonna write off my honorable mentions too. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna the I don't have I just have the artists, not the album names. Uh, damn things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just on existence alone. That's kind of <laughs> I, the, on their reuniting. Yeah, the fact that they exist. Alone. Honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next. Was that this year? Oh, God. It? Yes, it was. Yeah, so. it was. Also, yeah. No, okay. now I need to check. Like, okay. I mean, I get it All from right. like a cultural perspective, but me personally, I can't stay in Ariana Grande. Can't, can't relate. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I am, I'm a big fan. Uh, and then, uh, and then Khalid and then Free Spirit. Yeah. Uh, Khalid. So those are my, those are my album mentions. All right. But you still have one more album, right? I do. Me too. Oh, you oh. do? Oh, my number one wasn't Hobo Johnson. Oh, thank God. Well, the God. way you were talking about it, no, I thought it was. I had two. to defend. I had to defend That's myself true. from the slings and arrows of my compatriots. God, I can hear you. It's a hill you're going to die on, man. Alone. With all the indie kids. I don't like them either. So this is your number one album, Brian. Yeah. Don't disappoint. 100%. It's Amo by Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, oh yeah. That. I mean, everybody knew. I yeah. was very, yeah. very vocal about that album this year. Uh, <laughs> fucking love this record. Uh, I haven't listened to it. That's once. fine. <laughs> I haven't listened to any of the records. Not actively. Oh yeah, but it's it's. I, just um, I mean, it. so the big issue with Bring Me the Horizon was the fact that they went from being like metal to then being like this sort of like synthy, synthy thing. Yeah, but like it's still like rock. So I think that like there was this transition from rock music to like where uh, two bands I can think of that kind of did it this like like more recently and it was like kind of striking that they did it was Under Oath and Sleeping with Sirens both kind of went this more like I don't know how to describe it besides like the sort of Nickelbacky sound. Yikes. I know, I know, and Yikes. it's it's just like very like not the emo rock or emo metal or hardcore or anything like that that they kind of came up with. Mm. It's a very like wide ranging, almost like Southern Midwestern like rock sound that like you'd be like, Oh, I can go to like any bar and hear this song there. Or it's like going to be in the background of like, you know, a a dive bar than a movie or something like that. So you're saying that 
Are you saying that this Bring Me the Horizon album falls into that bucket? I'm saying that a lot of bands try to go way. towards Bring Me the Horizon in that same way because Bring Me the Horizon appealed to those fans. But Bring yeah. Me the Horizon has always been like this UK uh, uh, like kind of dark metal band just doing more synthy stuff because yeah. they can. Uh, they don't have that same that same worldview as an under oath or sleeping with sirens right. does where they are putting out records that are going to feel like middle America as opposed to like bring the horizons. Like, I don't know. I was locked in a room in the UK just doing my thing <laughs> as, it ever happens. as it happens. Yeah. They also started recording a lot of their records in Sweden, which probably did a lot for their like general mood of their records sure. um, in the winter, I think. And uh, now they self produce everything. Oh, that's like, cool. They do all of it themselves. Um, but yeah, this record had a lot more of the synth shit and it also had a lot more of like heavy fucking riffs. Um, there's one song called wonderful life featuring, uh, Danny filth of cradle of filth. Mm -hmm. Uh, the song has just this disgusting riff on it and I could not get over it as soon as I heard it. I'm like, Oh my God, how did you do that to the culture? <laughs> and like, oh, I'm man, at their concert because the, the record came out in January and then they played uh, at the Aragon in February. And I was like, I just want to hear this fucking riff. I just want to get fucking low. And the I'm audience better be so on it with me. And we're all riff. just like, just like, down, like, oh, it's fucking dirty. It's like old every time I, I die style it. shit. I, I need to know. Yeah, I know. What this it is sounds like, like it's old every time I die style shit. Okay. Like, it's just the riff is like fucking heavy. And then uh, Mantra was like the lead single off of it, which is also kind of like, it's a fucking metal song. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know why everybody's saying Bring Me the Horizon isn't metal anymore. I'm like, there are metal songs on this record, there's heavy shit. Uh, they also have a song called Heavy Metal <laughs> on it where he makes fun of how everybody's like, oh, nobody likes us anymore because we're not metal. And it's like, oh, God, that's pretty so metal bad. of them yeah. to do that. It also has an incredible riff that finishes the song where he like screams and it's like really edgy for like two seconds. Nice. And you're like, oh, God, that was good. No, he's angry. Yeah. He's like, no, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of like synthy bits on it. The opening track is like all synth and he's singing in falsetto and it's like very different from everything else. Cool. Um, there's a song called In the Dark, which is really kind of like soft. The music video has Forrest Whitaker in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, wild. Um, and he also has a song featuring Grimes, like a six minute track, I think. Cool. That's like all like synthy, dark wave yeah, type shit. That like, makes sense. it's all over the board, but I'm like, you're, I, I definitely think Bring Me the Horizon is leading the pack on this mm -hmm. shit. Like, everybody else is trying to catch up to what Bring Me the Horizon has been able to do because they are finding success with it, even if people are like mad they left behind this like old, style of, uh, of I mean everyone's gonna be mad when that stuff yeah, happens yeah. So, that's you know. what but it's also just, a new album comes up for any band yeah, yeah there's no money in like staying true to metal like there's no right. money in that nobody's going to these concerts nobody wants bands like this there's more money in other stuff you have to survive as a band doing what you love like you're gonna be open minded to other things that you're also into right especially if you're like oh, I, I also like music like this I want to combine it together with everything yeah and it's like the this gets, it's still a, gets me so riled yeah, up because it's a like, bad fucking argument. Like fans get so mad, but like it's your fault. Like <laughs> yeah. you're not buying the tickets. Like yeah. you're not like buying their merch. Like you're just you're, you're just complaining that fan. yeah you're yeah. just complaining that they sound different because they, they sound different from when you were 16 yeah. and now you're now you're like 28 and they sound different. Well, they're different people. They grew up. Yeah, they, they have up. different. They like interests. different things. Like I did. I didn't listen to like hip hop or rap at all. Like yeah. growing up. Yeah, me neither. But like now I now it's very much a part of what I listen to yeah. a lot and like learning about the culture and all things like that um, but that's what happens with everyone yeah I just hate that I don't know Ugh. people get stuck in like this is what life is supposed to be and as soon as it changes a little bit they're like why weren't you as one dimensional as I believed you right. were right you could appreciate the nostalgia of a band while also liking the way that they like progress yeah. too like you could appreciate it it just yeah. depends on how much of a how much of a fan are you really yeah you know bad fans do you even you care fan? bad fans bad fans is a good fans. band name Bad that fans. Is. Bad fans, yeah. Yeah, they have the best fans. We're going to start a new band that's not like Hobo with Johnson together. It might yeah. be, though. It's you don't know. Be. Put me in the booth. <laughs> we'll see what comes out the other side. Uh, do you want me to give my honorable mentions yeah, give yeah. before we move on? Okay. Um, Weezer, the Teal album, not the Black album. I was about to say, if you say the Black album, I'm I am not saying the Black album. I didn't even listen to it. Didn't, this didn't, is, those, didn't those come out like 
three months apart. Yeah. Yeah. Four months apart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Teal album was the cover one though, and it is great. The best. It's, it's like great. So, it's just straight up re like it. It's not changing it up too much. It's just doing basic covers of mm-hmm. it. Great. Yeah. Thought it was great. Good. There's a lot of people who were like they should have done their own. I'm like, no, you don't need no. Weezer to do that. It serves own. its purpose. No. It's just, no. It's what they're doing. They're yeah. Main Weezer this memed this year. It was perfect. Yep. Thank you. Thank yep. you for memeing. Yeah. Um, Slipknot, We Are Not Your Kind. I thought this was a great record, Dude. but I also didn't didn't really stick with me that much. Uh, Band Camino, Try Hard. Mm, okay. Nice. It is. I I will say this. Uh, uh, Johnny Minardi, you are a friend of the pod, and I love this record, but I will also say it is very derivative of the 1975 Mm. There's a lot yeah. of like 1975 on what they did, and I know that they're very talented, and I know they're very good songwriters, and I know this record like Are they is fueled by ramen. No, no, they're like major label. Oh, cool. Um, I think they're Electra because Johnny's with Electra now. Yeah. That's yeah. Really oh, really? Right. Um, oh. yeah, I think so. And he uh he was pushing this record a lot, and I obviously very much like it. I told it, told him I liked it when I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, it's really fucking good. But I will also say, there's a lot of like what is going on with 1975 and what they're doing in what band Camino yeah. has always done. So my critique, my feedback, but also I fucking love 1975. So I'm obviously going to be cool. Right. It's, it's, like, more a, it's more of an observation than, more of an a, observation, than a critique. Yeah. Uh, my last shout out will probably be like, I wish I could have put this on my list of like the best thing that happened this year, but people by the 1975 the single, yeah, was no, like, 100%. was like the best song released this year, period. <laughs> I don't know. It, it is like, a it's, band? Like a, it's like a punk thrash. Song. Yeah. Oh, I remember seeing a bunch of stuff like when that came out of like, yeah. I guess 1975 the is punk meme. now. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And like, they're not like their next single after that was like a drum and bass song. Yeah. But like the fact that a band would be like such a poppy act and putting out these like sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, poppy moody songs and then just go, fuck it. I'm mad about fucking climate change and I'm going to kick you all in the dick. Good. It was incredible. Love it. Yeah, that, so that album that's comes out next about. year. It's it's like the first single from that record. So I'll talk about it more next year. See you in twenty twenty. Hold you to that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Those are all of my honorable menchies. Menchies. Lizzie. All right. Menchie away. So my well, my final su- album of the year. My fi- correct. Fifth, um, it's probably Somewhere City by Origami Angel. And they're another I don't know that at band all. that is like starting to come up. Again, like a big, I think you had the most obscure. Yeah. I don't think they're obscure, but I'm also more like the underground emo pop. Yeah, it was trying to break artists this year. <laughs> I knew all the names that you said up until now, but or I think you definitely Angel have the most diverse. Uh, a band I feel a lot of people really need to know because Summer City Angel. is an album. I feel I could show people who don't even listen to this type of genre music, and they're like, "This hits. I can vibe with it because it's similar." to like oh so let's go basking in the glow like you can listen to him and be like this is like old school jimmy e world this is like old school like kind of vibe of like even not like american hi-fi but like that type of like emotion and sound okay and again it's one of those ones i can just put on repeat and mm-hmm. like, yeah whoa they released great. like a lot this year yeah they're somewhere city came out only a couple months ago i believe hmm. and they just kind of took off running. So they released an album. They released two EPs, I think. Yeah. Jeez. Two EPs. Who has the time? I. They do. They do. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite songs on this album is 666 Flags. That's a great name. It's Their God song titles are amazing. Origami Bagel. Uh, Denny's DeVito. What's up, my good man? Oh, yeah. This. If you, if yep. you like uh-huh. Roswell Kid, which uh, cool. may be obscure for some people, they actually opened for Taking Back Sunday at the House of Vans show in Chicago mm-hmm. when I love Roswell Kid. They sound like in like that same vein. Cool. Are they similarly goofy? I've never seen them based live, on those but song I titles. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, based on right. I mean, on their on their social media, they'll be like, "Gammy gang, get a tattooed on your knuckles." So I assume they're kind of equally <laughs> goofy. Don't do that, please. Gammy gang, oh, that's awesome. I know they're playing uh, Beat Kitchen or Sub T in January. Cool. Hmm. I don't remember which one, but it's one of them, and I'm pretty hyped to go see them. Check them out. Yeah. So okay, so we're that's breaking my, artists on this. Yeah, that's my <laughs> on this year end thing. I know. Here, this is my that was my end of my top five. So here are my honorable mention. Um, of course, Jonas Brothers' Happiness Begins. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm surprised I, that wasn't on your top five, honestly. That's, that's the thing, though, because my qualm with it, similarly also, Casey Elephant Social Cues. Mm, yeah. My issue with these two albums in particular, the beginning, like at least the first five to seven songs in the album track listing, they're heavy hitters, they're great songs, they're poppy, they're dancey, or, you know, it's the radio hits. Mm-hmm. But then you get to the later half of the album and everything just falls Starts apart. Trail off, and yeah. it's mm. thrown in. And as much as I love the Jonas Brothers and as much as I have seen them and have seen them this year yeah. three times. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed that after like the fifth song in the album, I if I heard it the song on the radio and it wasn't like Only Human or Sucker or like Roller Coaster, mm. I was like, who is this? This could be any anybody else mm. because it sounded in the same like really poppy vein i'm like this could be just a meme for all i fucking know and i have no idea were those were those b-sides like more unique like if you heard them you're like oh like this is this is really highlighting like maybe the musical talent of yeah of like, the jonas brothers I feel like the ones that they put out like the radio hits um off the of happiness begins like so, looking at track listing now, it's Sucker, Cool, Only Human, I Believe, and then they throw Roller Coaster all the way down to the bottom. Um, Just to keep you hanging on. Like a roller coaster. Oh, like a roller coaster. That's art. But, <laughs> art. But when you kind of go down to the rest of it, I'm like, I feel like I've heard each of these songs mm. in different variances, and I gotcha. don't vibe with it as much, and I could have done without without most of them it could have been an ep which is yeah. those radio singles and i feel like it they it still would have been just as big yeah rather than everything else that they have out which is a very spicy take for a lot of people well all of our jonas brothers listening fans I know. Uh, yeah. definitely are going to feel very strongly about yeah, what you just they're said they're going to come at you but it's yeah. the same with casey elephant social cues i loved it uh broken boy as an opening track is amazing but then you get they have all their radio hits at mm-hmm. the top of the fucking track list. Yep. So you hear it and we're like, yeah, I probably heard this on like XRT or KQX or whatever radio station you listen to. Yeah, all the letters. All, all the letters. All the top <laughs> letters possible. But then you get to After House of Glass, I believe it is, it starts to fall apart and it gets very slow mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. kind of dreamy, romantic, like stuff you wouldn't anticipate off of a very high energy album. Yeah. And because you have after House of Glass is when it starts to fall apart. It's literally like <laughs> fall apart. It falls apart. <laughs> Love's the only way. The war's over. Dance, dance. Tokyo Smoke oh, is on apart. there. So that, is one of, that is a heavy hitter. But again, it keeps you hanging on to get there. Yeah, but they and don't even have a song not, called Roller Coaster to be like, oh, you get the, you get they the don't. theme. To at least be like meta about it. Yeah, yeah. like oh. up, 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 and then down, down and crash, then crash, up crash, a little bit. Burn, burn, burn. Yeah, and then up a little bit. <laughs> up a little bit, then burn. Yeah. Um, I, Still on fire. One of my other, I don't know how to pronounce the name of this album for Black Midi because it's in a completely different language. So I didn't even want to write it down. But Black Midi, um, they're like this black rock dark metal band that actually Pitchfork picked up. And one of my work friends came up to me. He's like, I kind of vibe with this, but I feel like you would really be into this. And I'm like, that's a Schlagenheim. Word. Yes. Thank oh. you for pronouncing it. Yeah. Schlagenheim. Schlagenheim. Cool. But, um, I think that's also a really good album. Mm. Um, if you're into kind of like the heavier stuff, but you're not, I'm not into yes. metal or like black metal or anything like that. If you're like me and you, but you still listen to some type of metal, like symphonic metal or like yeah. everything else, I think that's a really, Black Me is a really fun album. All right. Um, that's um, the only one I'm going to write down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything else you said, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, my other ones was uh, Post Animal, When I Dream of You in a Castle. Cool. Mm. Um, very psych rock, dreamy. Um, As they again, are. Oh, as, yeah, as they are, but like, they still have like their heavy hitters, like, well, yeah, let's dance, let's go, let's beat someone up in the pit. Um, Angel Dust, surprisingly, after I saw them at Riot Fest, and I was confused, like, what the fuck was going on? Yeah. Because I'm like, this man has a mullet, and he's playing a, an acoustic guitar, but everyone is killing each other in front of me. I don't understand. Sounds like around. the ideal scenario. Yeah. yeah. Just to be in. It's my perfect, but perfect I day. To, yeah. <laughs> pretty buff, and I was like, well, this is actually a pretty, this is a pretty solid album. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really surprised by it. Um, the other one was Future Teens, 
But it's a uh, future teens breakup season. I feel like it was very. It's they're like farm emo, which I didn't understand what the fuck that meant. I don't know what you mean by that, but I also know exactly what you mean at the exactly. same time. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Yep. If anyone listening understands what farm emo is and like can give me an actual description, like a written out description, I would love it because I don't know. But the sound, like, you just you just get it. Well, that's what you got blaring on your tractor radio when you're out there in the when you're out there threshing the wheat. I don't know. Do we have what? wheat farms in Illinois? That could be cut out. Wait, I think we do. No, that's gonna be no, that's, that's gonna, gonna be amplified and put at the top of the episode. Jesus Christ! That's oh that's gonna be the hook for people to keep listening. Yeah. Like, Excuse me. How did we get here? How did we? Do that? Well, I think like a roller coaster. I think it's fair to say that Lizzie won with the most new music. <laughs> Yeah, like you, you listen to music. Yes. Yeah, I think that's... I refuse to listen to music. We know. We know. <laughs> the fact that Taylor Swift wasn't on your album of the year though, Lover really stuns me. Lover isn't as strong. Um, we're gonna get all the Swifties uh, on here. We're, no. we're immediately <laughs> done. Cut, cut it down. Uh, podcast game, guys. Yeah, no. Reputation was way better. Um, fucking Red is incredible. Yeah, like she's had better records. I don't know. I get why she put out a record this year, but. Well, that's what she does. I yeah, mean, it's also does. it is her it's her job. goddamn job. Yeah, <laughs> but like when she put out Reputation, there was obviously like a reason behind her, like putting out. It was there was beef. Yeah, it was yeah, fucking beef on that girl. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Like, okay, you have a reason. Now she has a different reason. Yeah, because it's her job. <laughs> love. Yeah, it's it's her and job. She, and she yeah. is in love now. Yeah, stupid. Now she is. Yeah, now she is. It's not me. I don't know. I, don't get me started on Taylor Swift. Don't. Stupid. Um, All right, let's let's, let's turn this off. Let's turn this All off. Right. Talk about Star Wars. <laughs> no. So I that was our that was our okay. <laughs> Baby Yoda only. Right, doing an outro now. We'll go to take a break and then go to the decade. Uh, okay. Hi. So uh, <laughs> don't say hi at the end of the episode. Yeah, no. Bye. <laughs> oh. Bye. Okay. So uh, yeah, that was our, uh, our our 2019 recap episode where we talked about all of our albums and songs and all of that. We will uh, be uh, coming back next week with a full-on decade episode. Bow, 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 bow. Air horns. Lizzie danced, which was not heard. <laughs> it was an unheard part of the episode. Um, did you agree? Did you hate it? Did you think that we're the biggest stupid? Do you also really like Hobo Johnson? Do you think Go- Brian has rights? <laughs> you- what albums were we missing? What albums did we miss? What albums honorably mentioned in your mentioned? Uh, tell us on the internet and uh, we'll see you next week for our full decade recap uh, from all of us here at the Emo Social Club Podcast I'm Brian I'm Lizzie I'm Connor oh well I'm not part of the podcast I mean you can just say it I'm Connor alright we'll see we'll see you later bye bye <laughs>